Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hero Nation show, the place where business owners and entrepreneurs just like you come to learn tools and tactics to live more epic lives. My name is John Reinhardt, and today I am joined by our new host to the Hero Nation show, Johnny Quinn. Brother, I am so pumped to have you on here. John, I am thrilled to be with you guys. Can't wait to dive in with you. All right. So today we're going to be diving into a fun subject, a subject I'm sure no one has heard about, um, which is the coronavirus and how much we absolutely love Corona. <laughs> I, John, that's uh, you're going to need to unpack that a little bit more. I think at face value, if somebody uh, heard that w- without any uh, extra dialogue, they might think you're a little crazy. Well, and that might be the case, but um, here's what I love right now. Um, I absolutely love um, seeing how our country, um, United States, has moved together. I love seeing how other countries have moved together. I love seeing the communities mm. that have formed. Mm. Um, and in shared time of crisis, that happens. And I have been so impressed with humanity if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, one of my favorite things. So um, for all those out there, I grew up homeschooled. So if you want your kids to look and act just like me, know what homeschooling is going to do to them. Um, <laughs> That's good. That's a good, that's a nice little shameless plug for all the homeschoolers out there. <laughs> Woo-woo. Um, you know, it's, yeah. either, it's, it's either a plug or a warning. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, you know, and, and people are experiencing it for the first time. You know, I think one of my favorite little memes that I've seen, and I think we're in kind of like one, one of the most awesome meme eras right now because there's just so many awesome memes. Agreed. Especially about Corona. Um, is, uh, you know, it was like, you know, uh, homeschool moms, you know, two months ago and they were like, you know, dressed up as the Amish <laughs> and like sitting over in the corner and they're like homeschool moms today. Right. And it showed like, you know, women avengers and they <laughs> yeah yeah because everybody overnight essentially if you've got children and you know k through 12 uh you, you've turned into a homeschool parent right yeah welcome to the journey ladies and gentlemen so you know i i i love that and one of the things that i've i've loved is i've i've loved seeing uh, moms and daughters you know, online, you know, doing TikToks together. And the other day I was watching um, a father and his and his kids and they were um, singing songs and um, putting stuff together. I love this because it's for so long, it always seemed like there was the kids and the kids went to school and then they came back maybe. And now it's like the, the family units have kind of come back together mm. um, and deepened those relationships. And I find that um, really amazing. Yeah, I think we're like, seeing we're seeing uh, the family nucleus through a crisis actually strengthen, right? As much as you know, yeah. nobody wants to be in this temporary uh, new normal. Uh, the reality is, we are, and we are seeing families and, and communities come together, um, really like they haven't come together before you know i was reading an article that that you know families are coming together like they did during world war ii john think about that and for just communities to come to support one another um 
pause and 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 now everybody's having you know dinner together around the dinner table more than just once you know once a week but every night there are going to be some benefits through this and you know you might be uh you might be on to something when you said we love coronavirus <laughs> yeah i mean I, I am i i'm very i'm just very Im- impressed with that i'm not always impressed with our governments and how they've chosen to deal with things but i am very impressed with the individuals that i see and i, I think that really kind of comes down to what an opportunity that allows us as business owners right now to do right um what have been what like um what have been some of your favorite community um activities that you have seen businesses do to encourage their community um like in the dallas area right now yeah i've got two for you so one is Market Street. They are a, a, a grocery store uh, owned by United, and there's a few of them in the Metroplex. We live, I don't know, three, four minutes a- away from a Market Street. And the way that they've embraced um, the transaction inside a grocery store, I know you're going to share an example a little bit later on, but you know, every when my wife and I, we walked into Market Street to get our groceries during this corona quarantine that we're in uh every cart um was being wiped down so we knew that was clean when we got it but even when we did our our pickup groceries john they they would if we sent the order across and for whatever reason an item was out of stock which you know a few items have been out of stock um right they would reach out back to us before we even got to the grocery store and offer a solution on what would be a comparable. Um, and so just being being diligent with that, we've been very impressed. The, the other local um, industry, and, and, and it falls in the restaurant front, which many of them have just been annihilated with the restrictions, what they can and can't do, uh, is Kenny's East Coast Pizza, located in Plano, Texas. My wife and I, we ordered pizza uh, take out um, from them about a week ago. And John, as I was driving to this location, I'm kind of racking my brain, you know, with the rules uh, in, in place from Governor Abbott in the state of Texas. And then we're in Collin County. So, uh, you know, Chris Hill, the judge of Collin County right. and all these all these rules. I'm thinking, OK, how, how am I going to get this pizza? Because we're not allowed to go in and they don't have uh, a drive through. And so as I pull up to Kenny's East Coast Pizza, They've got both of their main doors uh, propped open. They have a to-go and takeout table outside. They've got staff managing. Everybody's wearing, you know, latex gloves. They got hand sanitizer everywhere, and you can literally drive your car up, tell them, you know, your order, and, and we ordered ahead. But John, check this out. The, here's a restaurant that is 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 filling the pool during this right now, and when they gave us our pizza, they included. Uh, gift cards to they, they've got multiple restaurants they've got Kenny's Italian Kenny's Burgers Kenny's Woodfire Grill thanking us the the consumer for you know purchasing a pizza through them and and providing gift cards to their other locations for that when they do get back in business at all their restaurants we now have gift cards to go out and uh, enjoy a meal there and so for an industry that is struggling right now. To have that level of customer care 
was just it just kind of blew, it just blew the top off for us. It was unbelievable, and we will be uh, eating at those different locations when business is back to normal. I think it's always interesting, you know, like um, how much you can actually give back. Right. <laughs> yeah. When all of a sudden, like everyone disappears, um, you all of a sudden realize, like, I could give back a lot more than I'm giving back right now. Right. Um, you know, so I, I think that's I think that's fantastic. Um, so here's here's something else, you know. So I'm going to throw this out there for all the restaurants out there. Um, I, I, I am not the originator of this idea. Um, I originally heard it from a lady by the name, a realtor by the name of uh, Delana Allen. Um, but we started, you know, I, I've seen, you know, I, all, all, I've seen all kinds of different things from, you know, restaurants like giving away toilet paper um, with every order. I love that. Um, uh, I've even seen people like give away like MRE kits, you okay. know, with Tabasco sauce and knives, all that kind of fun stuff. But here is something like if, that I absolutely love. And maybe you want to go contact, you, you know, your local, um, you know, small business. Here's what they were doing. This uh, one of the business owners was sitting there and I love this. He was going to people and saying, you know what? I'm ordering hamburger and milk and all this other stuff right on my trucks. What do you want? What do you need? And so he was going to his customers and asking them that, and then he would come in there with, you know, of course he's, he's, you know, he's putting a little on top, but it's nothing like what the grocery stores are putting on top. And he would have the people pay ahead of time and then they would come and get their huge thing, a hamburger or their milk or all these other like, you know, industrial restaurant supplies that you could get at a fraction of the cost than going to the store. Mm, wow. And it was just coming off the back of the truck. Now that is smart. Mm. Talk about, yeah, becoming the whole, you know, <laughs> becoming the, the wholesale provider for what people need. That, that, that is beautiful. Beautiful. I Exactly. See, I was sitting there. I was like, I was <laughs> like, because I don't know about it, some of you people, but like, um, you know, where I'm at right now, um, the, the wait list to go pick up food at, um, you know, to go pick up food at like HEB or Walmart is, is almost like two weeks out mm. at this point two weeks out that doesn't do very good if you need stuff on your shelves tonight right um but again with some more advanced planning stuff like that i mean you could go to your you know local taco shop or to your local you know whatever shop you wanted to pick and go get that kind of food that's in that's amazing and in bulk quality yeah, that's I that's mean, uh, that, that's 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 brilliant. It's brilliant in his thought process. This business owner to um, kind of connect the dots on how can I simplify this to to help people, and that's essentially what he did there. Yeah, which is a huge advantage for like for like the whole community. I mean, think about the the service that is for a community. Right, they're stored. Maybe they're in a small, uh, small rural community. Maybe they're in a big one. Like that's huge. Right. I have the ability to get food. You need food. I can get it for you. Right. How much right. better of a service can you be to your family? Right. I mean, that's amazing. Um, some other like um, crazy things I've been hearing about. Um, I I love that there's been some realtors um, over in Oklahoma that have started doing some stuff like um, they were hiring. Um, like cellists and stuff like that um, to sit in front of like houses and serenade neighborhoods. Oh my goodness. 
Like that, again, if everybody's stuck inside, what's like, what would be the coolest thing than to walk out your front door and hear Bach? Right. And, and, you know, <laughs> and like, you know, someone, you know, some local person that's over there playing their instrument, you know, um, and letting the whole neighborhood hear yeah. as a way of just coming together. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Or, um, you know, one idea I, I, I tossed out to people, I was like, I'm like, I'm like, if you have, this might be something you hook up with a restaurant, like a restaurant and a realtor get together and, or maybe a restaurant insurance guy, you know, there you go. You know, maybe. I'm listening. I'm all, I'm all ears. You know, maybe something like, you know, you take, um, again, because the restaurants have, you know, probably set quotas that they're doing in for toilet paper. Why not get a bunch of toilet paper and wrap it up, um, put a coupon in there and put, you know, business cards and then fly it in by drone and drop it off at people's doorsteps. <laughs> wasn't, that, wasn't Amazon going to do something like that where they were going to do their drop-offs with drones and, and uh, it was going to be a way for, for them to simplify it? Yeah. Especially in yeah, Texas, I, that's, that, that would be uh, people with their shotguns be shooting those down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Like, yeah, <laughs> it'd be better if you're like at the end of their driveway with the drone, like here, take the, take it. Yeah. Um, you know, John, you know what I but, think is, is with, with what we're seeing, I, I think the, it's the restaurants, the retail, they're getting hit the hardest right now. What this is really shedding light to is the importance of having some type of funnel, sales funnel to get to mm -hmm. your clients. And, and, and let's think about this. I was on a webinar about a week or so ago with, with a, a guy I truly have a lot of respect for on the marketing front, really just in general. His name's Donald Miller, runs a, a company called Story Brand. And it was, you know, he talked about uh, the sales funnels and, and all that. But I think with, with, let's take restaurants for an example. And I think he used a Mexican restaurant as an example. If, we, if, if they've been gathering email addresses or contact information from their 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 patrons for, for the last year, right. two years. When Governor Abbott and the state of Texas came in and, and shut down in-house dining, if, right. if you have a sales funnel in place, you could immediately pivot and go to your database and get your message out said hey guys we are closed for in-house dining that's not a problem uh select your time that you would like dinner delivered to you five six seven o'clock p.m select your time come on right yep. how i mean you want to talk about you know not losing a beat and being prepared for when you need to pivot and it, it, that kind of right. stuck with me right. when he shared that example because I think we, uh, you know, sometimes don't value um, the ability to uh, gather contact information and truly build a sales mm -hmm. funnel because you, you get so good at delivering a product one way, but when that got, gets taken away, how do you pivot? And how brilliant would it be right now for restaurants to have that ability to essentially send to their current clients what time would you like to pick up dinner or what time can we deliver it to you? Exactly. Be huge. Huge. Well, and I think that also comes into like, you know, um, to just being able to look ahead and realize that things are going to change. Things have changed and they're always going to. And being able to, um, to really look at that and, and be able to flip with it, I think it's just incredibly important. 
so what my my favorite business right now and i will link the articles down below and you can take a look at you can look at texas monthly and you can also look at vice um h-e-b mm. now if you're not inside the texas area you don't know about h-e-b and even if you're in dallas you really don't know about h-e-b and i'm so sorry for you johnny <laughs> yeah it's a struggle up here uh, I, I, my parents live uh, in, in in central texas and every time we go down there we stop by h-e-b because they, they're great h-e-b is fantastic now here's the crazy thing h-e-b pandemic hits no one's prepared for a pandemic H-E-B was way ahead of time. Back in January, when they realized like this thing is going to get serious, they started going over to China um, and, and and started finding out what was going on. And they started um, doing taking like their uh, uh, directors of emergency preparedness at H-E-B and, uh, and, and started uh, running drills, mm. right? They started running drills back in January, right? They knew it was coming. They saw the storm. They knew what was going on and they went out and started running war drills, right? For everything from their distribution centers all the way into their stores. That's how what they were doing. Now, this, this tells you a lot about a company, right? They didn't just do that, right? They fully extended uh, paid medical leave to anyone diagnosed with coronavirus they uh, were giving hour, uh, hourly uh, like store, warehouse, manufacturing, and distribution employees a two-hour uh, pay raise. They um, shut down anything that was like high contact, like uh, bulk bins, salad bars, um, even like their tortilla stores, which if you haven't ever visited, um, when they open it back up, you must try. Um, they started um, offering concierge low-cost uh, low, uh, delivery service to seniors. They started uh, limiting store hours right off the bat. Um, even before like everything started going crazy, it, they started limiting purchasing items on essential stuff and had people buy there. They started doing, they put had all through the store, right? Professional made social distancing stickers all over the floor, marking where customers can be, how far they can be six feet apart from each other. Wow. Even in line, they had lines set up so that you couldn't just like run run and rush cashiers they had people directing other people like hey this is where you can go go to these cashiers stay six feet apart even putting up plexiglass i mean do you know how much plexiglass costs they put up plexiglass shields at in front of every last one of their registers to protect their cashiers wow i mean you want to talk about forward thinking Incredible. Uh, you know, when the landscape kind of dies down a little bit, they're going to be a wonderful case study for every uh, business and organization just to study their processes and and you know, again, to, to think like that ahead of time. It's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think it's 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 incredible to me. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Um, like that. They've, they've always been good, but they just showed up everybody. Yeah, it really takes it to another level. You know, one thing, John, I, I challenge, you know, our listeners to here, since it's made up mostly of business owners and entrepreneurs, is during this time, I think we can learn from the HEBs, the Market Streets, the Kenny's on still being able to deliver a level of customer care, uh, a level of customer experience that exceeds all the expectations, 
right? N nobody, uh, you know, outside of HEB's forward thinking, nobody was really prepared for what we're seeing. And so I think the thought is, okay, what can, what can I do in my sphere of influence to create, you know, a, a customer care? experience and so i think by by just asking that question john it's going to throw things you know uh, uh, along the wall that that you can look at and say okay is this something that i can implement and so i think you know with, with business owners entrepreneurs our brains are always kind of churning on you know revenue streams you know budgets things like that let's focus on what are some new opportunities that I can create just an, an incredible customer care experience. And I think that's what we're learning through, you know, these three examples that we've shared today. Absolutely. And I, I think it's also really, uh, you know, I think it really shows the deal of where your heart is, right? In this whole thing. Right. If your heart is in a heart and a place to serve, if, you, if, that's, if that's what your heart is, mm. then you are going to do absolutely freaking fantastic um, throughout this whole thing. However, if your heart has always been to get as much money as you can, mm. you're going to make your money, but you're going to lose a lot of people and you're going to be struggling. And here's the difference. You can tell the difference in between, you know, owners and leaders right now, um, or, you know, uh, or salesmen and leaders. And here's how you know the difference, right? The people that were former leaders that were that were like the sales leaders have all but disappeared because they can't make their sales. Mm. And the people that were leaders in their community that may not have had the highest sales, but they were leaders are all of a sudden the ones up front looking for things to help people with. And they are doing a freaking fantastic job. Right. That's how you know what's going on. Right. I, th I think it was Warren Buffett who said, when the tide goes out, you're going to be able to tell who's been skinny dipping. And the, t the, tide, <laughs> the tide is out right now. And, and you're finding out who are the true leaders and, and who are, you know, in sports, we call it, you know, who are the pretenders versus who are the contenders. And when, when the adversity hits, um, you know, another sports analogy, the, the cream rises to the top. I mean, we're, we're seeing that. And here, he, I think here, here's, the, here's the low hanging fruit for everyone at least all of our listeners, that can be you. You, you are the leader. You are the, the, um, the contender, right? You, you are the person that when, when adversity strikes, that, that you can stand still, right? You can bend. You don't right. have to break. And, and um, I, I want our listeners to hear that. That is you. And, and you can be that. You are that. Well, man. Right now, I think, is the opportunity of a lifetime to make an impact in someone's life that they will never forget. Mm. Because right now, you know the need. You have in your hand, you have the ability to change people's lives forever, and it's in your hand. And if you want, you know, I, know, I know some of us are, are struggling, right? Right. You're trying to pay the bills, right? You're trying to make sure that you got your employees taken care of. But I'm telling you right now, you have the ability to create lifelong clients. Right. That you have never sold to before just because you showed up, just because you served when they were in a time of need, not a fake serve, not so that you could get something, but so that you could actually give back to the customer. It's going 
to be life-changing for people. Right. Right? Right. So John Krasinski Jim. the other day. I, I, yeah, Jim from The Office. That's right. Um, you know, he started doing from his house. He just started asking people, like, can you tell me some good news? And then he started just recording it on his, it's like on his phone <laughs> or on his laptop um, and telling everybody good news every day. Mm. Why don't you become the good news in someone's life every day? Right. Mm, that's right. Good. What are the stories that are out there? What are the, you know, there's a, there's a story I'm trying to get a hold of right now. And, and uh, <laughs> there's some guys in, 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 in the community that I'm in that, they're kind of like the six o'clock coffee drinkers. They're the old ranchers that have always had coffee every morning with each other since, you know, the beginning of time. And they're you know, 70, 80 years old. <laughs> and when their restaurant closed down, right. Um, and uh, they're like, Hey, we can't do, you can't come in here anymore. You can't sit here. Um, they said, that's fine. And so they show up at six o'clock every morning um, and they bring a card table with them and they take their order from the door and they sit outside with their card table about five of them and they sit down and drink their coffee together <laughs> like there's something about that that is so amazing and and so resilient um yeah and that shows like the kind of the backbone of of people and like how they refuse to allow this to affect their relationships mm. and or allow fear to control them that's good and there's something about that which i i just love yeah, that's that's so healthy. I, I think it's so important, you know. And I've talked a little bit about this on my social media channels. Is is this is a time right now that that we have to protect our mindset, not only yours, your families, and to to Jim from the office's point, the 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 type of content you're consuming right now, one it, it matters in general, coronavirus or not, but the fact that we as a country as a world are in this struggle. It, it amplifies what you're consuming. And so let's let's go seek out the good news, right? Let, let's let's um, let's make it a priority to control the content that we're consuming. Now I'm not saying let's be an ostrich and put our head in the sand. No, that, that, that's not it. But if if the, the the news or the negativity that you're seeing, if it turns from being informed to an obsession, then we have a problem. And that's going to drain, mm. right? And so it, and everybody has a different tuning meter. So I, I think that'd be a good diagnostics for all our listeners here is, are, 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 we, are we consuming content right now just to inform us? I, I, that's a healthy approach. Or are we obsessed with every breaking, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, where it's dampening your mood, it's dampening your family's mood, because um, we've got. And to are you rushing that. to tell everybody about it? You know. Yeah. Like, did you hear? Yeah. I just heard that Greg Abbott has decided that we're all going to prison soon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. You know. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think another uh, another thing for us, John, for for everybody. Do I think consider during this time, this would be a great, this is a great moment because I think everybody's is, is watching capital, um, protecting capital, you know, in their businesses. And if you're familiar with, with maybe like a lean culture, the, the, the six Sigma, but th this lean culture, it, it boils down to two things. It's continuous improvement plus elimination of waste. And 
if you can establish that and how you're running your operation as a, a realtor, a loan officer, an insurance guy, a keynote speaker, whatever it is, whatever you do in life, then what you can do is if, if we're constantly looking to improve and we're constantly eliminating waste, what happens is you can transfer that value to your end client, to your customer. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think that this is such an excellent time because everybody's sensors are up right now on you know on, on their output what a way for us to take this and kind of reevaluate on business okay wh where can i improve where can i cut waste in doing so i'm transferring that to my client to my consumer and it's going to create a wonderful experience so just something for us to chew on that's really good i love it i absolutely love it and uh, guys i want to know where you have been impressed. I want to know. I want to know down below um, the businesses that you think that have done incredible things. I don't care whether it's yourself or whether it's someone else in in, in your neighborhood. That you're just like, I can't believe they did this. They have touched so many lives already. I want to know about those stories down below, right? Uh, you know, call them out. Let us know what's going on because this stuff matters. The stuff matters to the community and it matters to, to the world at large. Um, and let's, let's be those, that, that kind of beacon of hope. I'm not saying bury your head in the sand, right? I think there's, you know, sometimes we get two different types of people, right? The people that bury their heads in the sand, and the people that say the sky is falling. Um, you know, I'm not look, I'm looking for you to be an optimist. And I'm not looking for you to be a pessimist. I'm looking for you to be a realist um, and to call out the good that's happening. Mm. Yeah, I, right? I, I call that a, a and, and I, I was joking with my wife, I am a, a realistic optimist. You know, I, w when I look <laughs> at something, like, t tell me the truth about it. Let me understand it. But you know what? I'm going to lean towards the optimism side because that's a choice. And when we understand the power of, of, right. of, of making our choices, um, th that's huge. So I, I like that, John. You, you tied that together nicely. Well, and I think it's that, that idea of like, it's really easy to find dirt, That's right? but we don't search for dirt. We search for gold. Right. And so we try to find gold in other people. We try to find gold in, the, in, in that around us because that's the stuff that really, truly has value. Mm, that's good. So, all right. With that whole preaching thing aside, guys, um, if you like this content, uh, if you enjoy what we said here today, um, go ahead, leave us a like, um, leave us a comment down below. Tell us what's going on. Um, you can subscribe to us on YouTube and Facebook, and um, you can find us on everything, on every podcasting platform that you possibly can think of. Um, and if you find one that we're not on, let me know and I will add us there. Um, and uh, let us know what you think. Guys, um, until next time, be your own hero.